Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast episode. I am so excited for you to hear this interview with my friend Marta Spurk, and we are really digging into her empowered woman process where she really teaches how to grow your confidence and be empowered in your business. So this is going to be so great for those of you who want to just shine a little bit brighter. You want to have a little bit more confidence behind that microphone and you really want to grow big in your business. So stay tuned, get a notebook and pen. It's super juicy and dun 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 podcast to profit for the fall is officially accepting applications. We do have limited spots available as we do every time. And this program does sell out every single time. So if you are a podcaster who wants to grow your show, get more downloads, rank on the charts, and learn how to monetize your podcast using coaching or e-courses, learn how to launch, and all the little pieces in between. This is the mastermind for you. Imagine being in the room with other faith-led kingdom women just like yourself who all have the same goal, to create impact and income for the kingdom. And I'm there coaching you, mentoring you, showing you the way, giving you every tactical step that you need to actually grow your podcast, to go from part-time podcaster to full-time potential. 90 days all in. It is the boot camp of all boot camps. You will not leave podcast to profit without experiencing massive growth and traction in your business. I hope that you are super excited. Come get your application in. We already have 15 apps in and there are limited spots for this round of P2P. It's also the very last time you can take Podcast to Profit in 2022. So go to podcasttoprofitmastermind.com, podcasttoprofitmastermind.com. Get your application in. Three, two, one, go. It's time to do the things. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or Ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Marta, welcome back to the podcast, girlfriend. It's been a minute. I know. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You know, you guys, it's a funny story. We started our shows around the same time and I was looking, so I just did an interview on Marta's podcast and she was on mine number 50, eliminating self-sabotage and the real definition of success. Love it. I know. (laughs) Still talking about these things. I know. Discipline, consistency, right? So tell everybody who you are and what you do. All right. So hi everyone, Marta Spurk here. I'm an empowerment coach and marketing strategist. 
And as the evolution goes with growing a business, I've been helping women empower themselves ever since I started. But in the last couple of years, specifically, the focus has been on women entrepreneurs in increasing their confidence to be seen, allowing people to understand that they have a business and that they have something to offer. And more and more, I've been understanding that what I'm really doing is helping women make their dreams a reality through their business, like things that as a little girl, you start thinking, maybe I'm going to be on stage one day. Maybe I'm going to have a microphone in my hands and I'm going to be talking in front of a bunch of people. Maybe I'm going to become an author. And then you grow up and it's like, it's not going to happen. That was just a dream. I saw it in a movie, not in this lifetime. Stop. Then you start a business and you're like, whoa, other people are doing these things. So maybe those thoughts are not that unfeasible. It's something that I can do, but they don't really know the steps. And most of all, they still don't give themselves the permission. They don't think it's the space for them either because so many people are doing it. Why me? What would I add to this conversation when so many other people are already talking about something different? And my role really is helping them see that they are unique. They are special. And all of us have a place in this world. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. So please step up, show up, and speak up. Yeah. Amen, girlfriend. And you have three triplets at the same time as doing all the amazing things you're doing in your life and business. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. It's like such a testament. What was your first podcast name? Mom does it all. <laughs> Mom does it all. And she had three triplets on her back on her podcast art. And I was like, this girl's so legit. And look, like two and a half years later, you are a published author. Mm-hmm. You have your program. You're a speaker. You run live events. Like, look at how incredible saying yes and believing that you are worthy, right? Of going into the next level, how powerful that can be. Yes. And not waiting. Because I think lots of people have these things in their minds, but they create these crazy timelines because they think that once they start, everything's going to happen right away. And oh my gosh, if there's one thing that I, I have to beat down on people's heads is it has to begin right now because it's going to be a while. You're going to falter. You're going to you know, take certain paths that are not going to be the path for you, but it takes you taking that path to then realize it's not in. We were just talking about this when we were recording your, your episode for my show. And that was really what I felt when I had my triplets, because I started my business when they were nine months old. In my mind, that specific moment, I knew that people would look at me and judge me or even admire me because they would think, why aren't you waiting until they're at least in high school? Come on, when they're at least, you know, out of your, under your wings. And my thought process was, no, I will start now because it's going to be a long game. It's not going to be just a hobby that I begin, even though felt like giving up several times, you know how the journey goes, but I knew that getting started when I felt that pull was key for me to find my way. And it's an ongoing process anyway. So let me ask you a question about that, Marta, because so many women listening to this episode right now are probably thinking, okay, I have an idea of maybe what the thing could be, but they are so afraid to take that action because whatever, I don't know how, or I don't know if it will be successful. Can you talk to me a little about like, how do you, as this incredible action taker, like when I think about people who an opportunity comes and Martha's like, cool, where's my airplane ticket? I'm ready. You know, like 
she is off to the races. And that is something to be admired. Like, how do we take action and push through these fears that we have around starting something or doing something we've never done? Yeah. I've identified three common themes, which are really based on the three main fears that people have. And that's where more and more I've been leaning away from the cookie cutter stuff. Like we were just talking about this before everyone's selling the one thing you need this. And that's, what's going to work for the rest of your life and the rest of your business. It's a lie, but we always buy into it because we want the microwave instant gratification. But anyway, it's not all advice is good advice for every single person because we are different human beings, but especially in looking at people's personalities, you can see how they have that underlying fear from childhood, from the environment, nature, nurture, whatever. And the three most common ones are people that are afraid of making mistakes and taking risks. There are those of us who are not so worried about taking those risks. That's why we're expert at promoting ourselves and marketing and running with things because we know that if this doesn't work, we're just going to do something else. There's just no other way. This is how we operate. But some people are not like that. They take a while to take that initial step, right? So understanding this about yourself, being aware that you have a hard time with making mistakes is so key because then you will understand how you're stopping yourself. And there are other people though, that are more afraid of the rejection piece. Cause when you were saying, you know, people are like, I have this idea, but I don't want to get started. And at the end of the day, it all goes back to we're worried about how people see us. So all the three fears that I'm going to talk about, everything is goes back to people are going to see me and they're going to see that I jumped from one thing to the next. When in reality, for the most part, people, they are inspired by those who change paths and try other things because most people are not brave enough to do that because they are afraid of what other people are going to think. When we all know everyone's thinking about themselves, but thinking about what other people are thinking, it's a crazy nightmare. So if you're not so worried about others saying, wow, you changed careers again. Wow. You started school again. Wow. You are doing an amazing business. Now you're starting a new job. I was just listening to a friend of mine who quit his job, started this whole business. He started a podcast talking about his experiment of starting a business. And he just recorded the last episode, I think after four years saying, I'm going and I'm going to work for this company now. Wow. And I was like, I'm so thankful for people that are so real. He didn't just drop off the face of the internet in shame that he decided to take on a job. He cried on the episode. I was like, it gives me chills. It it was just incredible. And it's like more people need to be real and talk about the different stages of like, we have this one lifetime. Why do you think you're supposed to be doing the same thing forever? Yeah, exactly. Layers and evolutions. Anyways, I'm going off on a huge tangent. Okay. (laughs) So we have the fear of taking risks. Some people really struggle with that. The fear of rejection. So people that have brilliant ideas, the creatives out there, but everything stays in their minds because of the fear of if I exteriorize this baby of mine and people tell me that the baby's ugly, I I can't handle it, you know? And then there are those of us who are mostly afraid of failure. And that's why we do so much. Because if this doesn't work out, no one hopefully saw that it didn't work out. So I just jump into something else. Whereas other types would just fall off. No one knows that I existed, so it doesn't matter. The more aggressive types, they keep on doing things because they don't want to really sit with that feeling of this didn't work out. So becoming aware of these three things and the one that's the common theme in your life can be huge for you to step out in a more powerful way. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. So once you've recognized, okay, I have the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. How do you actually begin to overcome that? Because similarly to you, I'm like, I made a mistake. You guys look, I made a mistake. Isn't that cute? Like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. And I'm, I'm here for this mindset of like, let's normalize making mistakes because everybody does. And people actually, here's something that someone said to me once, and I thought it was harsh. And now I'm like, that was such great advice is they said, nobody's actually looking at you. It's like, nobody notices what you're even doing stuff. And I was like, oh, and it was so freeing to be like, I can go make a mistake in half the world. 99% of people didn't even notice. So how do we move past that though? If we're not that way, if we're the failure people or the fear of rejection people or the making mistakes people. Yeah. So a lot of it for me is looking at those other two fears and those other two people and understanding not only how I am such a gift to those people because I operate so differently and those, and the things that scare the bejesus out of other people really don't matter to me, which means we're all struggling with something and we're all really, really good at something. And that's so powerful to realize. And then also look at those people and understand that I could use a little bit more of what it is that they are doing. Right. So as a huge risk taker, I could use a little bit more of slowing down. I could use a little bit more of experiencing my own feelings instead of bulldozing over them because I'm onto the next thing. (laughs) So I learned so much. So the three types, what I call is the feelers, the thinkers, and the doers. Obviously I am a doer. Doers need to slow down. They need to feel more and they probably need to think more, which is crazy because when you tell a thinker, stop overthinking, that is not something that doers do. So it's easy for them to say, stop overthinking and just do it because that's how they operate. Now go tell a doer to feel their emotions. They don't know what to do. Oh, (laughs) so so funny. Yeah, it's really looking at the other types and being like, There is hope for me because this person has been living their life, feeling their feelings and they're struggling. So I can help them snap out of it and just take action and they can help me slow down. So surrounding yourself, being mindful, right? And surrounding yourself with these other personalities and realizing really that you already have. That's what's so fascinating. Why they say opposites attract is because you most likely, that's something that I observed. My best friends, my sister, my husband, they're all freaking feelers. I would have never told you that my, my husband's more sensitive than me. Because he's a guy, I'm a girl. And now I've come to realize, even though he doesn't cry as much as I do, <laughs> he is so much more sensitive than I am because I'm like this, next, 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 next. And he's like, let's analyze the situation. I don't have time to analyze, you know? So That's so funny that you say that because I just, I'm the exact same way as you. And God's position, these people in my life that are like, they're the feelers and the thinkers. Mm. And it's so fun though, because they'll tell me like, Oh, how do you just do those things? Like I'm over here, like planning it. I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you plan it? It's so good. It's way better than mine. I had to redo it. Cause I did it too fast, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's so cool how we can grow off of each other. And one of the fun things I've done is I've allowed myself the discomfort of saying, do not do wait a minute and ask one of your thinkers, ask one of your feelers first, what they would do here. And then I'm able to pull. And my ego says, don't do that. Cause I'm a doer. Right. But I go, give me what you have. And I've gotten such incredible growth from putting my ego away and learning from these other types of people. And they bring so much value to the table. I just don't think that way, you know? Right. So that is so good. I love that. So a lot of value here around understanding yourself and helping you take action 
The other thing you mentioned in the beginning of this episode was confidence, because along with they want to be the speaker, right? They want to write the book. They want to start the podcast. They want to do the thing. Now we're aware of our fears. And now maybe we're like, okay, I'm aware. I've got some perspective. I position the right people around me, but now I am not feeling confident to do it. There's something holding me back inside myself. That's not allowing me to feel confident in this thing. I want to try. What do you have to say here? I would say there's still parts of you that you haven't fully embraced because probably you don't even know that they're there because even the people that looked the look the most confident, which oftentimes are the doers of the world, because that's just how we position ourselves. We walk into a room. Everyone knows that we're there. It's just the way that it is. And everybody else is okay with not being seen. That's also the struggle and the problem because they need to make themselves seen, right? So understanding that there's layers to confidence. It's not that you were born with this thing and there's no room for growth, especially when you look and I speak with very much of an authority here because people see me as a very confident person, but especially as I started diving into all of this, you know, personal growth stuff, I started understanding, my gosh, I'm not that confident after all. (laughs) There's still things that intimidate me. There are still people that look up to me, but when I talk to them, I still feel kind of awkward and I don't know what to say. Where is this coming from? And we all struggle with it. And it's really taking more of the time to understand that there are certain things that probably you were told weren't good about yourself growing up. And still to this day, people have directly or indirectly said that those quirks, those things, whatever it is, you're still stuffing them down. You're still thinking, This is what we do all of the time. Like we have a conversation with somebody, we walk away from the conversation saying, what was I doing with my hand? Why did I touch my hair? My gosh, I think my lipstick was wrong. I think that's why they were looking at me kind of funny. We create these whole stories and back to what you just said is no one's even thinking about you, (laughs) you know? And if they are, that's a separate issue because it's their own projections of what they were insecure about. Like if we only understood this more deeply, that no one's caring, no one's really seeing, then we would realize, and for me, a lot of it has been embracing the fact that I'm Brazilian because for the longest time, so here is a great example. Confident person, Marta does it all, amazing. I have built my life on the premise of, I don't want Americans to know that I'm not from here. I'm going to speak perfect English whenever somebody still to this day says, oh, that word, I noticed it. I'm like, dang it. No, you didn't. You're you didn't, you know, for whatever reason. And then I started realizing people actually appreciate to know that I'm not from here. It adds so much to my credibility. The fact that I started from zero, I had a bunch of influence in Brazil. My parents, you know, know lots of people. We come from wealth and I decided to start from scratch where nobody knows my name. That's huge. People need to know that, you know? So what is something about you that you're still hiding because you think you created the story in your head that somebody's not going to embrace that? Guess what? Probably somebody, many somebodies are not going to embrace that. Those are not your people. And to end here with a famous thing that's been going around on Instagram reels these days is you're never going to be too much for the right people. Sure, for the wrong people. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's really, really great. I love that you say almost this unveiling of vulnerability is what grows your confidence. Yes. It's the thoughts you have in your mind about what it's really going to be like that's holding you back from experiencing confidence, right? It's the action taking and then the unveiling of here's what I've been holding back. Here's what I really walked through. 
That's what grows confidence. Cause I remember talking about a few things on this podcasting journey where I talked about getting my breast implants removed. Mm. And that was like, I can't talk about. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about it. Everyone's going to hate me. It's going to be so dumb. And then I was received with so much love and so much encouragement. And I was like, oh, it grew my confidence. And then I had a business failure. So I'm like, who am I to talk about business? Right. And even though I knew I was called to talk about business, what grew my confidence was opening up about the failure. And so if you want to grow your confidence, you have to open up about the things that you think everyone else will judge you for. Those are exactly the things you're supposed to talk about. Right. Yes. And adding something key that I've been learning in the last few weeks is when you think you're protecting yourself from people's rejection and um, criticism, you're actually protecting yourself from yourself. Think about it because you're protecting yourself from the potential feeling that you're going to feel that you don't even know that if it's going to happen or not. So you're not really protecting yourself from the feeling you're protecting yourself from the imagination of what that feeling is going to be like when somebody demonstrates that they disapprove of you it's crazy. It's really got nothing to do with other people. We think it is because we don't want the criticism, but at the end of the day is I don't want them to see this thing that I don't like because I was told it isn't very good. So that's going to affect me negatively when it's like, what if I embrace it? Then what they say doesn't really matter. And that's the whole conversation on triggers too, is the only reason why you would be offended by something. If it's something that you feel weak or whatever it is about to begin with. I always use a funny example of somebody walked up to you and said, wow, you are blue. You'd be like, you're crazy. I can see myself right now. I can look in the mirror. I am not blue. I am a normal human being. I'm not an alien. But if it's something that you are already self-conscious about, like, wow, your hair is not looking too hot today, or wow, you put on a little weight. If you were already thinking about those things, that's the very thing that's going to offend you. So it's all within. But what you're thinking about opens doors to offense, right? Yes, exactly. It all starts yeah. there. It has to. Yeah. And it's so funny because as you were talking about like, oh, people are worried about their hair or what they look like. I was like, oh, I wonder if Marta's looking at my zit in the middle of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, if she is, that's cool. I guess you have to put on this, this new perspective of somebody else's judgment of you is their issue. It's their projection. It is nothing about who you really are and the qualifications that you have. Marta, talk to me about, you have five steps. Yes. Becoming an empowered woman. And I think that my listeners would love to hear these five steps because as they start their podcast and then in the future, maybe they want to write a book, which I know you've done that. And maybe they want to be a speaker, which you Mm -hmm. love that space as well. You really have to step into this place of empowerment, right? You you can't operate from a place of self-consciousness and fear and lack and all the mindset stuff holding you back. There's another level. You have to go to this different place to really get to these levels that, you know, you're called to go. So take us through that journey. Yes, of course. The culmination of the whole thing and the steps really guide you into this empowered woman. It really is knowing who you are, remembering who you are. I was interviewed once and the person was telling me, asking me, so, you know, we're talking about stepping out, doing all these things, but there are people, in fact, like 99% of people in the world right now, they're never going to do that. They're never going to step out. They're never. Why do you think that is? And I was like, oh crap, that's a loaded question. And I was like, they don't know who they are. That's it. And I mean, when you think about we're redeemed, daughters of the king, like 
If you really embodied and you really knew this every waking moment of your day, of your life, would you allow any room for insecurities? Would you allow any room? You know what I mean? Like, right. I can't go wrong. Right. I can't go wrong. No. Period. So it's remembering who you are all of the time. Like, yep. yes, the, the bigger concept of I'm God's creation and that's great. But then the nitty gritty, which is what you teach to of what is the exact purpose? Because yeah. the ear is not supposed to do what the nose does. So what, what are we doing here? Okay. So <laughs> starting with uh, the first step is notice yourself. And it's exactly what we just described. Where do you fall in? Like, what, are, what is your thing? And I use the Enneagram for that. And most recently, my three types to simplify things like, are you more in the feeler camp, thinker camp, the doer camp? That is huge because you start separating yourself from people. So the taking things personally starts going away more because it's like, oh my gosh, they're not attacking me. It's just the way they talk. It's just the way they operate. And the same goes for you. So that's the first step. Notice yourself. The second one is listen to yourself, which goes hand in hand is let's see how this translates into real life situations. If I have this fear of, of taking risks, if I am very connected to my emotions and other people's emotions, like being more empathic, then how does this happen in my interactions with my spouse, with my kids? with my clients. So that's the listen to yourself portion. And I also add in when I speak to faith-based groups, there's the voices. And you talked about this on my podcast too. It's not only listening to yourself, but it's listening to the Holy Spirit, listening to what you already know deep inside. You've already been called to do as a little girl. You saw yourself in that moment. It's like, no, not me, not today, not any day. We know these things and we need to lean into them more. The third step is forgive yourself. And that's the midpoint, and that's, dare I say, the most important point, because it's back to the conversation of you protecting yourself from yourself. When there's no need to do any of that, when you just accept the redemption, when you just accept God's grace, and you're just like, I am flawed, I've made mistakes, but guess what? Everything was factored in, friends. Right. All of this was already factored in. Yeah. And the outlook is still amazing. So let's hold on to that. Mm -hmm. Um, then you go to empower yourself. And what's interesting is that when I was creating all these stuff, it's it's crazy because I created this in 2020 and the more I grow, the more I see how of a genius this path really is, because these are the specific steps you can't skip. It has to be in this exact sequence, right? Because you can't empower yourself to begin with. Mm. What is there to empower when you don't know who you are? What is there to empower when you don't know what your weaknesses are, what you're really good at? So the empowerment piece is look back at all of the things that you have already accomplished. I mean, we all know this personal development 101, gratitude. Let's look back at all the things you've already done, big or small, put the laundry away, cook dinner. No one told me it was great, but I did it. (laughs) Empower yourself by reminding yourself of your greatness, reminding yourself of, you know, you have a lot going for you, beginning with you've been saved, right? That's it. You're worthy. That's the very first thing, but there's lots more to add to that list. And finally, transform yourself. And again, it has to be the final step. It can't be the first one. Why? If you were to transform yourself day one, what would you do? I would change into a completely different person. But because you walk through those steps into owning who you truly are, you don't want to become somebody else. You want to become a more self-loving and self-accepting version of who you truly are. So it's not a completely different person. It's still me because that's what people don't understand. You know, when people teach like 
your million dollar mindset, CEO, seven figures, six figure, they're thinking, I need to become this completely different person. And it's like, no, it's already you. You already are this person today and in the future. The problem is you don't know who this person is. So how can you step into that person? Right? So that's the transformation is start understanding more of who you are now so that you can embrace this person fully, know the weaknesses, learn from the other types. That's when you start getting into that journey of whatever goal you have for yourself. I love that so much. And I think what's really important that I glean from this is that is not an overnight process. Finding the transformation that you're so deeply desiring. And you, I think we, we have that tug. We know there's something more I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And we've busted through all these other pieces that Marta and I've talked about today, but you're really here at this point, the five steps to really making it happen. It's not overnight. I know for me, when I look at those steps, my goodness, that's been about a five or six year journey, maybe even a decade, oh, yeah. quite frankly. And I'm not even done right? Like I'm still, I'm comfortable empowering myself and transforming myself, but now it's up to God to take me through the rest of that transformation process and to do the things that he's planned for my life. So starting and being willing and looking at all these steps is it's going to take time, but it's going to be worth it. Right. And it's such a double-edged sword or a very contradictory in many ways. Cause it's like, don't just sit on your butt and not fulfill or pursue the calling that you have. Mm. Awesome. But then we get into the point of, is it happening? Is it today? Is it tomorrow? Is the person coming? Are they, am I going to receive the phone call? And it's like, no, it's, it's neither of those things. It's getting started, but not sweating over the timeline. That has been a huge thing for me this year. A hundred percent is timeline is irrelevant. I don't want to control it. I don't want to know. It doesn't matter to me because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm being led. I'm being guided. I am growing. I'm helping people along the way. And how much more amazing is it to be surprised by the great things that are going to come your way, as opposed to tomorrow is when this happens the next day. Like what's the fun in that? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I just said this on someone else's interview before we talked today was your lifetime is the entire journey. There is no outcome that you're thinking in your mind, like, oh, when I'm 40 or when I get the big thing or when I make X amount of dollars or when I do, none of that actually matters because the entire, your life is the actual process. So just get comfortable living it, Mm -hmm. get comfortable with no timeline Yes, and be surprised. I love that you said that Marta, like I'm surprised at what God has done in my business and in my life and the opportunities, but I didn't put a timeline or a stamp on any of it. I just said, cool. Like I'm here for it. I'm so excited. Use it for your glory. And that way we're not constantly asking what's next either. Right. Right. Because if somebody were to come prophesy over you and I've had lots of that happening, happen in my younger years. And it's like, this is what you're going to be doing. It's great to kind of set you off on. All right. I know what to expect, but it can also create lots of anxiety. That person said it's what's happening. It's not what's going on. (laughs) And something recently that's happened to me is I get anxious too. Oftentimes I'm like, I've had this dream. I really wanted to. And a lot of it is around like singing. Cause I used to sing a lot in church. That was a huge part yeah. of my life. And then in starting the business, I've infused it here and there, but never really known how it's going to pin out. Like how, right. I want to know the details. Yes. And I remember God speaking to me and being like, Marta, what's the rush? You're going to be singing with the angels for eternity. I remember just having this vision and I was like, that is so true. I'm not missing out on anything, okay. but more opportunities have been coming my way. But just when you hold that space to being like, I'm not late, right? I didn't miss the bus. 
Mm. Everything is completely fine and where it's supposed to go, right? Right. Then when things happen, you're just in a different space. And I truly believe that that allows for more amazing things to happen because you're not micromanaging. So, oh, good. Oh, girlfriend, I took a couple of pages of notes. I'm sure you guys did. I love this conversation so much and always learned so much from you and I'm encouraged and, and empowered just by hanging out with you, my friend. So tell everybody where they can come find out about you. You have an awesome book. Tell us the things girl. Yeah. So you can find me on the podcast, the empowered woman podcast, find me on social media, all the places, my website, smartestwork.com. And I would love for you to check out my book. It's a short read. You can get it on Kindle paperback. I do send signed copies as well. If you want to get it directly from me and more recently, I released it on audible, which has been so fun because some people are resistant to reading. I am one of those people, even though I published my own book. So I was excited to get it out on audible. It's an hour and 46 minutes. So a day commute potentially you can be done with it. And then you can re-listen as well. Did you, you do your own voice for, I the, did. for the reading? I too. That is so fancy. It's so cool. If I, I ever write a book, I'm going to say, I'm going to read my book myself on the audible. Please. As well. you, have <laughs> you have to, especially as podcasters, like people already know our voices. They don't want anybody else. <laughs> exactly. Oh, girl, thank you so much for blessing us today. And uh, we're just honored that you were able to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com, and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.